this is round two of round one, but I, I don't know. This is the Prayer and Push-Ups podcast. Welcome to the <laughs> gym, or again, but yet not. Anyway, this is, we're in Neil's dining room. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, so, this it's is the episode weird. we don't care. It's only episode seven, and we're throwing in the towel. It's the one where we just hang loose and talk about whatever so here's the deal so because of scheduling changes and everything else we're trying to knock out two episodes in one evening and we already recorded one but this one's gonna actually be released before that one so we're kind of doing things backwards but anyway this we are recording this on saturday february the first Yep. That is right. It is the first day of February 2020, and we are recording the night before the biggest day of television viewing every year. What is it that we are speaking of, you ask? Puppy Bowl. Exactly. (laughs) No, it's the night before the Super Bowl, people. Tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. Now, when you hear this, it'll actually be the day before. So, again, we're just confusing. But tomorrow... Based on the time we're recording this, the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers Mm -hmm. will meet to see who will be the champion of the 2019 NFL football season. In 2020. That ends in 2020. That ends in 2020. I always hate that. Like, it's whenever that happens, whenever (laughs) it's like, like, okay, who won the... Like who who won the NCAA you know college men uh, football you know championship the 2019 season but it the championship yeah. played in 2020. Well, it's technically just, though, the season it's the 2019 the season 20. is over in 2019. It's yeah. just the playoffs that take place yeah. in 2020. I just dislike it because it just always confuses me and I don't get it. I don't understand. And they you know the championships are rated based on year, not on like Super Bowl. What, what number are we even on? 50-something. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know. I know they're like, all you like actual fans out there are just like, we they're, hate they're, you. They're I hate you really so much. They're really not happy with us right now. No. Um, no. Okay, so. So, to be fair, I actually do like the Super Bowl. Um, it is Super Bowl L L I V. I know it's a Roman numeral, but it's way funnier to um, say it that way. I'm just saying. Okay. Um, so it's Super Bowl LIV. LIV, which uh-huh. stands for, I'm trying to think of, I'm really tired right now. I'm trying oh to think of what the Roman 54. numeral is. 54, you're right. It's the 54th Super Bowl. L stands for 50, and then yes. IV is 4. Yeah, because the I is one out of the five of the V. Which says four in the Alice. Yeah. He is very tired, guys. I think, like, okay, Ben's uh, always tired when we record, gosh. but this is like the most tired. I'm. What? Okay, so what so is going on? You'll hear more about this next week in the following episode that we released, but I just got back a week ago from the March for Life. Didn't get a lot of sleep. I'm sure still the... recovering. All right, yeah. My kids have not been sleeping the greatest, so I have not been sleeping the greatest. So it's just, it's just a whole. whole so thing. you're saying sleep's important. Sleep is important we should do an episode about how important sleep is oh yeah that's down the road i but have plans I, pref- for that I prefer to do it when i've actually gotten some um okay so you're you're excited for the super bowl who's like who you're rooting for 
pulling for the Chiefs this year. I why I, are you racist? Oh. <laughs> That's hurtful. Why are you? Why do you hate the uh, the the Native Man, that American term is, people? Just thrown around so much. I know, um, but it's a thing. Okay, and I'm just so I'm I, messing I with like, you. So what's I up? like them because I I like Mahomes. I like their quarterback. You're a Mahomey. I'm not a Mahomey, but I do like he's he's a good kid. That's the I thing know. that I like about him. Is like what I understand, what I know of him at least. Sure. He's not just a good football player. He's a good guy. Like he's he okay, he's uh, humble. He he gives back. He does a lot of. He's not. We I guess I've just gotten so used to so many cocky people in pro sports. Sure, it's just nice to see someone who isn't but does okay. really really well. I don't know. Was he has he been voted for man of the year or any of the, those like awards for like most charitable involvement no. or anything no but he does have different organizations that he's he um is a part of that sure. he works with and the I cynical one or whatever but the, the cynical side of me says it's a tax hideout i don't think so i mean his dad was a pro baseball player sure. so this kid grew up in this world and i think his i think his parents um okay kind of taught him to recognize the gifts that he was given with his athleticism and um, from what I also understand, he has a very, very strong work ethic, which um, is something that we can all take a lesson from if that yeah. is the case. Um, that it it's more than just natural talent that gets someone where they are. You have to be willing to work hard and hard. Hard work um, beats talent if talent doesn't work hard. Right, every time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and if you don't believe us, uh, watch Rudy. Uh- <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I love that movie. I'm from South Bend, right? So, like, that's yeah. my hometown. So, I know yeah. everywhere where they filmed. And it's a great movie. The funny thing is that every townie from South Bend will tell you about Rudy. Is Rudy himself is actually a jerk. Like, he's a motivational speaker. And he uh, it gives, like, these inspiring talks or whatever. But, like, he, um, like his not backing down attitude wasn't endearing it was little man syndrome oh he was more of a like it was basically so, so like i why are you ruining this for me i'm you can still love sean astin like you can love rudy the movie the like that's the like why rudy, is he, is it, rudy, exactly rudy. it's all there and okay so that he had some endearing good qualities i just know that like that's the main thing about him is that he like had this no back down attitude where he was like the the angry fervent chihuahua just mm. just like you know 50% tremble 50% hate like uh and that's like like he was just like honey badger just didn't care kind of thing that kind of guy but i i don't know never met the man never seen anything this is just anecdotal like everyone that i know that knows about rudy from south bend loves the movie and tells me this hmm I don't know why, and I am probably contributing in spreading rumors and falsehoods. And Rudy, yeah, Rudiger, don't don't listen to what Neil's I, saying. It's I, all secondhand I, information. I really he has can't. no idea who Rudy Rudiger really is. No, uh, what kind Sean, of a man he is? Sean Astin played you perfectly, <laughs> and you are exactly like him, even though um, whatever. Two of my favorite short as a hobbit. Of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Two of my favorite quotes of all time are from that movie. And ironically enough, they are from the priest um, in the movie. 
uh, what? How long have that, you been thinking about this kid? Like, uh, yeah, the the well, the priest who kind of helps him get into Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the two quotes are: Rudy goes to him for you know insight or trying to kind of figure out what God wants and what God's doing. And um, I don't remember how they got to this, but the priest says, in all my years of theological study, I've learned two things to be absolutely true. There is a God and I'm not him. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I love that because it is something we all need to be reminded of every once in a while. I think <laughs> I, okay. I used to love that quote. I used to love that quote. I despise that quote. Now. Why? Because, okay, I, because I'm a contrarian, because I'm just a contrarian in general, and I'm, I'm kind of an old man fuddy-duddy, and I just have to push back on these things. It's but true, I also, he like, is an old man fuddy-duddy. But, like, that's all? That's all? You know? That's it. You are a priest <laughs> of God. Like, by you know, like you're a priest of God forever by the order of Melchizedek. Like when you put your hands oh, over, stop! It's the, a movie quote. But okay, but here's the thing. That's a, like that's like when people watch movies. He goes, "Well, that wouldn't happen in real life." Well, okay. Well, that's the thing is, I as as a Catholic, I'm allowed to nitpick when I see Catholic priests portrayed on the screen. And they do it right or wrong and and have my say about it, right? But see, I think there's a time and a place to make a statement like that, even in reality. Uh, okay, what? When? How? Like, okay, the fact that, like, God exists and I'm not him, yes, could be a very good statement. But the only thing, the the, the, the part of the sentence that I but was, the only it, thing I've ever learned. I mean, so it's an exaggeration to prove a point, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's, I think you're nitpicking it. Probably. A little bit. You people can't see this, but I'm making a very small little space between my thumb and my, my pointy finger. And I finger. am playing a very tiny fiddle. Like, <laughs> I just... All right. So, all right. This so... really is our we don't care. We're just... No, we're, no. We're literally just going to have some fun. This is going to be the best this episode. This, like, this is going to be the most listened to episode we have. This is the most downloaded episode. It's probably going right. to be the shortest one, too, all for right. all we know. So, so Super Bowl is happening. You want the Kansas City racists, I mean, Kansas City Chiefs to win. You're a I'm, horrible person. I indeed I'm am that a right horrible now. person. God have mercy on my soul. Um, no, God I don't love know. you because nobody else will. I know. Um. <laughs> Face only a mother can love. Oh, no, actually, this this a guy said this to me once, and I, I absolutely loved it. Um, he said, God loves you, and I'm trying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, that has got to be like one of the truest statements ever made. Yeah. <laughs> that oh God God. loves you and I'm trying. <laughs> I, I, yeah, that makes, oh man. That's, I want to use it. I want to use that on like a middle schooler the next time they're trying my patience. Because like my, my go-to now is just like, y'all need Jesus. Like that's just like when my middle schoolers get at me. Like, oh, especially when they Well, start, that's also a true statement. Because um, uh, everyone does, but we, some we all do. But some sometimes, need more, maybe need a know. little more, more urgently, <laughs> more, more urgently, more um, immediately, more immediately um, in a deeply profound way, potentially with a millstone. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so my, my one of my other favorite, my other favorite quote from Rudy. Okay, because I want to get it out because this this one. Um, I I will not make fun of. Well, maybe Rudy was Rudy was frustrated over the fact that he he had missed his second to last chance to get into Notre Dame. 
Sure. And he went to the chapel and he was trying to pray and the priest came out to talk to him and he said, you know, maybe I'm just not praying enough. <laughs> and the priest who sees him in there all the time praying sure. in the chapel says, you know, I don't think that's your problem. But he said, you know, prayer is something we do in our time, but answers come in God's time. Oh, yeah. Okay. That. Yep. That's a good one. And I think that's, again, something that we all need to be reminded of every once in a while. Because we, we get impatient or we, we don't like that we think what we think an outcome might be or what we think an answer might be. And we get it, we, we forget that there's a waiting process in answers to prayer. In recognizing answers to prayer. And sometimes the answer is no. So, sometimes the answer is no. Um, but usually if it's no, it's I've got this for you instead to no. go with it. Um, and we don't always notice the other option that he's put into play that was actually better for us. Yeah. So that was, that's just one of my I, – I really like that that quote. I think it was very – I also like the fact that it comes from a very strange source as far as like a Hollywood movie. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Where I you mean, don't expect to see stuff that truthful, I guess. I mean, and, inspiration comes from all sorts it of does, art. It does. So anyway – so we're, t- we're back to football. Back to football. We're talking about the Super Bowl because it's happening, and it's going to be—you know—it's a big deal. Every, more people watch the Super Bowl every year than anything else in our country. Um, at least that's what they keep saying. Uh, I mean, yeah, the ratings have gone down, but like, it's still pretty popular. They're still getting a pretty penny for all their advertising yeah. dollars. I, I think. I think the reason that uh, ratings have gone down is actually the commercials have gotten worse. But that's just me. <laughs> No, the honestly, commercials I, used to be so good for the Super Bowl. Gen Z doesn't care. Maybe. I don't know. There's still so many of them I know that... Why am like, I having youth group on Sunday and it's not a Super Bowl party? The Super Bowl will be on, but like I got to plan tons of other activities and like well, events stuff Gen like that because like, the kids don't care. I don't know. My kids... Like, like I had... Two years ago, Minneapolis Miracle. Yeah. I had the game on for youth group. Dude, it was a freaking party in there when that thing. Because got hit. it was Minneapolis, not because it was okay. Valid. Like that was the whole. We team had like, a big. We had a big Super Bowl party that year, though, and it it was a big hit. Maybe maybe for your. I guess the kids that I work with, they're just kind of like meh. I don't meh. know. They, they just okay. yeah. They just whatever. They I don't care. They, they. I mean, I. They asked if I one one of my boys asked, "Is the game going to be on?" Yeah, the game's going to be on next week. Okay, I'll go. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like it's like I. And I'm I'll find it'll probably be a small youth group because like the ones who actually want to watch the game are probably going to watch it at a party with their family, right? And good for them. Go spend time with mom and dad and cousins and uncles and all the rest. Whatever, that's fine. But for those you know orphaned children, come to youth group. It's your home. If you have kids, send them to your local local <clears throat> youth minister. They need more people involved. They come volunteer for your local youth minister. Yes, volunteer, volunteer. Um, we can never have enough. Anyways. volunteers moving on so I, I i have my my pick i think you i'm gonna have pick. to i think i'm gonna pick the opposite then you're just gonna go against me for the sake of it no actually the little bit i do know about uh san francisco is um they haven't won in a while right since uh, uh it's been longer for the chiefs actually it's been longer for the chiefs but they haven't won it and since, they have fewer since uh who was the quarterback when they won last? Steve Young. Steve Young? In the okay. 90, early 90s, I think it was. Okay. Um, and uh, they have the shutdown corners and the big secondary mm-hmm. that's, like, you know, unstoppable against the gunslinger. You know, 
the kid who's got the arm and does all the craziness and all that stuff like that. So I'm really interested to see kind of what happens with that because I like championships wins or defense, defense wins, wins championships. championships. Yeah. And this is an adage that is phased out of the college football game where now that used to be the truth for college, but now even like Bama, Clemson, uh, Ohio State, uh, Oklahoma, all these teams are trying to put up high octane offenses. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame has been trying to put one together and is like on the cusp of it. They just need a couple different changes or whatever. And hopefully now with their new offensive coordinator, they'll be able to do it. But where it's, you know, you need a good, you need an elite defense, but you need an elite offense who can put up 30, 40 points against elite defenses mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so those explosive yards have to catch all that other stuff like that. So it'd be very interesting to see that with Kansas City Chiefs, what they actually concoct with, you know, Tyreek Hill and uh, right. some of their other like speedsters and the other players just like, do they have enough of just to throw it against a secondary that just stops everything it feels like? Well, they, they do have a very good secondary this year in San Francisco. Yeah. Um, but something I was looking at just while I was kind of figuring out this podcast, I was just looking at some different stuff for, for the game tomorrow. And um, something that I learned was that the San Francisco 49ers actually had one of the worst defenses against mobile quarterbacks. Okay. As far as they gave up, they gave up, they were one of the, the worst teams is when it came to giving up yards to a quarterback just running the ball himself. Sure. Now that could be because they played the Ravens. <laughs> that just skewed the numbers. I don't know. They might have done it. But um, you know, Mahomes is is very mobile when he needs to be. Sure. And if you don't give him any other options, but you don't have someone to really cover down on him, he'll just hurt you himself. So um, it'll, it'll be it should be a good game. Any yeah. way you look at it, it should be a good game. I'm so looking they, forward you, to it. Do you think wins, they, it'll can't... be fun. Do you think Kansas City is just gonna like rush, rush for, have one one back spying, and then do like? You mean San Fran? No, Kansas City or, or yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco's defense. Do you think they're gonna like rush for one spy and then rest cover? They've they've tended to only rush for most of the year. But do they spy? So I don't know what they I don't know what they've done for spying. I guess I haven't paid. I I do know that they've for the most part they've gotten their. The pressures and sacks that they've gotten have come primarily just from their front four working, and which is one reason their secondary is so good is they aren't dropping people out of coverage to yeah. to rush the quarterback. I just, I just wonder, yeah, if you if you have that one less person in the secondary or whatever, if that opens up some space, if they actually plan to do that ahead of time to prevent him from being mobile, or if they're going to just say come out and rush four. Mm-hmm. See if he beats him with the feet, and then make the adjustment. I would guess that's what they'll do, so. but we'll have to see. I mean, obviously they're watching tape, and they're smarter about this than we are because they make a lot of money doing it. But um, I also know that Andy Reid is uh, something of an offensive genius of sorts. He likes to concoct new, fun, weird things. Um, so I'm sure that's the best thing is like trick plays in the Super Bowl. Right? I'm sure he'll pull out plays that have we've no one seen yet, which sure. is gonna you know mess with the defense and keep them guessing as well so but like like i said it should be a very interesting game but we thought what we would do with this is because this is a huge whoever wins this this is this is like the pinnacle of your nfl career is winning the super bowl unless you're tom brady and then you have to win six of them and still feel dead inside and and you still won't retire um 
So, <laughs> uh, but I mean, this is going to be a huge thing because both these teams are fairly young overall. Uh, both these teams, they're the guy at the helm is, you know, their quarterback is very, very young mm-hmm. in the, in the grand scheme. Um, obviously Mahomes is younger, but, uh, neither of them have a, huge history behind them in the NFL. So their career is mostly in front of them pending. They don't end up with some sort of career ending injury at some point. Yeah. Um, or their games don't fall apart. Uh, so it, it's just going to, it's a big deal for these guys, um, to be there. And, um, so we thought we would go through really quick and just share some pinnacles of our athletic feats. All right. Throughout our lives. So, Neil, what is like a pinnacle of an athletic feat for you in your life that you've accomplished? Uh, <laughs> what a favorite story to tell. High school rugby. So I played rugby uh, uh, from starting freshman year of high school all the way uh, till I think I've retired maybe five years now. But um, like well after college and men's clubs and other things like that. And back in high school against the uh, Warsaw, Indiana team, Warsaw High School, I returned the opening kickoff for a touch for a try, otherwise known as a touchdown in rugby, which there's no blocking in rugby. Okay. So returning an opening kickoff is stupid. It is the stupidest, like, it's more on them than it was on me, I think. But it, like was the best thing i just was like i i I literally i i so all right so in rugby uh uh a lot of the kicks are the kickoffs they can kick anywhere in the field kickoff if it goes past 10 it's live and a lot of times uh most teams will go for a version of an onside kick which is but it's usually a high lofty kick that you can run under and then it's a jump ball for okay right and so I would, being taller and playing lock, uh, be lined up kind of between the 35 and the 40 okay. yard line, right, or the receiving line. But, you know, rugby fields are 100 meters, so it's like meters, yards, okay. like whatever. It's hard it's to tell. 30, 30 to 40 meter yet. 30 meter to 40 line. meter line. Uh, anyway, so catch, Your you know, opinions. I jump up, catch the kick. Apparently the attack wasn't like, they, they weren't coming hard on the attack. Or whatever they were just trying to keep a <clears throat> rugby. It's almost like you want to keep a flat line, yeah. Because if you create, uh, if you come uneven, they create gaps that you can right. attack or whatever. So they come in a flat line, and someone covers the ball, and they just move that. So when it came for me, just running up to the line, so it's like okay, I run up, I catch the ball, and I start running forward. And it's usually you just run forward, and someone's gonna hit you, and then you you get in play, right? You're just running as far as fast as you can, and um. I, you're always taught to run in the gap, so between two people, right? So when I ran between two people, they both tried to give, like, an arm tackle and, like, didn't commit to actually making the tackle. Mm. So I just ran past them. And then in rugby, there's always the fullback who's, like, the safety, who's the last line of the defense. Yep. My teammates, usually you pass backwards onto a teammate when someone's ready to tackle you, and usually the fullback is your best tackler on their team. Mm-hmm. Um, for this guy. Uh, this guy, uh, I gave a dummy pass, which is a fake pass. Right. So like I did a dummy pass where no one was to my right. 
So you dummy passed to nobody. I, I dummy passed to no one, and he bought it. And so I dummy passed to no one, curled the ball over, and just run. And apparently was fast enough that I didn't get caught. You know, even though he's a bigger guy, and scored, set the ball down, and my teammates were just like, that and they're all going nuts, and I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> like, I'm done. Like, and I was in great shape back then, but for some reason, it was the most winding thing that I've ever done. I wasn't like ecstatic. I wasn't happy. I was just like, there's a full, there, there's a full like 59 more minutes of rugby that I have to play. And I just want to take a nap. And I just want to be done right now. Like, just, can I just like orange slices, some Gatorade, just take a nap. Like, ah, uh, it was, but it, so it was my, uh, one of my favorite. All right. This, that makes me think of one that I wasn't planning to use, but I, so I'll make this quick, but I played softball. Uh, still do play softball, uh, you know, in adult men's leagues, but uh, for, for my church, and my my old church that I used to play for, we were playing uh, another church we knew very well. We knew all the guys that were on the team, and um, I was playing shortstop, and I just sold as hard as I could a throw to first um, with a guy on second, and the guy started to take off from second, and I tagged him because I still had the ball. <laughs> So that your 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 balk pass to nobody just made me think of that that um I I sold this guy the fact that I launched the ball at first and he just ran right into my glove glove with the oh, ball still man. in it so it was great. Uh but I think my one of my peaks for um athletic achievement if you will was actually just improvement that was made uh over my time in the military when I first joined the military it took me 22 minutes to run 2 miles. Okay. Which is sad, pathetic, and really terrible. Um, for the military. <laughs> well, for the military, yeah. Uh, there's, it, someone, it involved, there's someone out there who that's their It involved goal. a lot of walking. Let's just say that. It sure. involved a lot of walking. Okay. So it wasn't running two miles. It was running, walking, running, walking, running, walking. Um, so by the time I got out of my initial training, uh, I was maybe even four months into it, I was helping pace someone else on a uh, run, and they needed to hit 15 minutes or less in order to pass. Yeah, I ran the second mile backwards, and we came in at 15 minutes. <laughs> so I was like, "That that felt pretty darn good." That I it didn't even matter for me. I'd already passed yeah. mine. I was good. I was just out there to help this guy out because he needed someone to pace him. We're like, "That's what I run it in." So let's I'll help pace you. And it was really good. And then when I finished, uh, or before I got out of the military, I could run one, and I ran a 14-minute, a 2-mile. 14 that was the year that I ran my marathon as well, which is also a huge yeah. accomplishment for me to run a marathon. 14-minute, 2-mile. 14-minute, 2-mile. Just in case anyone didn't and, do that. And the worst part about it was I had not, I should say, it was great. I felt really good about it, but... The thing that kind of bugged me about it was I'd been running so much long distance prepping for the marathon. I hadn't run just a couple miles, which yeah. sounds crazy to say. Just two miles is all I hadn't run that in so long. I didn't have any idea how to pace myself for two miles. <laughs> and when I got done, I realized I could have gone faster. Yeah. I still had gas in the tank, and I shouldn't have gas in the tank if I'm pushing myself as hard as I can for two miles. So I was a little disappointed that I just didn't have a good pace. 
gauge on yeah. how to pace myself for it. But still, 14-minute two-mile is nothing to scoff at, and I was pretty happy with it. So cool. those are my accomplishments. Accomplishment. I would, in a, um, a recent one, I'd say like a recent one for me was last year I hit uh, 355 on the bench. I was hard work and just like so like yeah and you're the guy who ruins my accomplishments because i remember when i hit 365 on deadlift and was extremely proud of myself and turned around there was a dude literally benching the exact same weight <laughs> i haven't done 65 yet but i'm planning i'm planning on it it's it's gonna it's gonna come because that's um my main thing is i uh wasn't doing the work necessary to get through sticking points and mm-hmm. now i am so i'm gonna it's gonna be fine it's 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 gonna be fine um i'm working on uh with a buddy to build build a set of chains homemade. Yeah, that'll be good yeah oh okay so um, we need to wrap this thing up so oh man i have one, one quick story okay quick last story quick. little league baseball <laughs> standing on second base standing on second base runner on second runner standing on second base there's a runner on second pop fly i'm standing on second base i catch it runner off second base is out too so it's double right mm-hmm. catching the ball sinks runner on first just for no reason takes off at me <laughs> holding the ball and i just stick my glove on the ground right and he runs into it i was probably like eight years old right like i just, just like i don't know like like what triple play and i gotta like a, a solo triple play. Okay, that made me think of something else. Just another funny quick story. So okay. we're, we are going to wrap this thing up. It's but the last thing. This is the last also thing. Also playing softball, uh, I don't like hitting singles. So I will try to stretch every single into a double, if at all possible. And I rounded first, and I got halfway to second, hit the brakes, and just stood there and stared at the outfielder that, was, that had come shallow field to field my hit. Yeah. And... Just like literally made eye contact and just stared him down, and he was trying to figure out what to do with the ball, and eventually threw it to first. So I got to go to second. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, if you're running in and there's a guy threatening to extend his single into a double, just throw the ball to second base, people. It's not rocket science. Anyway, that is all we have time for tonight, or this morning, or whatever time of the day you are listening to this. Neil, where can the folks find us? Uh, the Prayer Push and Pod Prayer <laughs> Prayer and Pushups Podcast on Facebook, so Facebook.com slash prayer and pushups podcast. Find us on Twitter, prayer and pushups. Find us on Instagram, prayer and pushups. Email us because we check that. Prayer and pushups podcast at gmail.com. We'd like your feedback greatly. We really do want Let your us feedback. know that we're not speaking into the void if this is your favorite episode please (laughs) tell us we will do more oh and this is how this podcast (laughs) became sports talk radio Um, with two people who don't care enough about sports uh, anyways so uh praying for you guys uh praying that your uh exercise and your physical journey is going well hope you enjoy the super bowl and that you are uh, pushing it spiritually and physically. Yeah, guys. So seriously, we we had really fun time recording this, um, but we are here to try to encourage you. So please live your life holy and to the fullest. Be fully alive. Let's get out there. 
Let's live intentionally. We'll see you guys next week.